Alrighty. <laughs> what was that you were saying? It says. So what was the thing that you googled? I just, first? I just, I just googled powerlifting news. Mm. That's like under the people ask, also ask, do powerlifters live longer? And it says their results presented at a cardiology conference showed those with the ability to lift weights at speed live longer. But gym goes who lifted heaviest weights, defined as having the most muscle power, were up to thirteen times more at risk of dying. So, if you lift weights, you live longer. But if you lift heavy weights, you've got thirteen times, a thirteen times higher chance of dying. That's what it's saying. Owen doesn't like that. I know, yeah. Maybe the gym's haunted. Mm-hmm. He's just the ghost of gains that have passed. It's, it's the uh, it's the gains that the members that have left have left behind. <laughs> just yeah, that's right. You get them. Anyway, welcome back to this episode of the Liverpool Strength Podcast. I'm Martin Kimberley, joined by uh, Odin and James McPhee. Odin's just having a little shout, um, and yeah, so. If you lift weights, you'll live longer. It's confirmed in powerlifting news. Brazilian scientists. Brazilian. Well, they're never wrong, are they? Mm. Hey. <laughs> There's always like some interesting studies that are uh, from the South American region. So I'm a big fan of that. Oh, so now, it's, it's, it's actually older people who lift weights. Older people? In the gym will live longer, yeah. Ah. Age between... Uh, they track muscle power of 4,000 people aged between 40 and 85 over the course of six years hmm. to make the conclusion. That's pretty interesting because you would assume that, I think we sort of touched on this last week, that um, given the uh, given how when you tend to get older, when people tend to get older, uh, they usually, you wind up losing muscle mass and it's something like, past the age of 40 or 50 these figures could be completely wrong but I'm going off what I can remember yeah, I think it's 40 40 that if you don't train or if you don't actively try and preserve the muscle mass that you've got you lose it at something like is it 10% a year or something like that that might that might be that's probably like the, the absolute extreme after age 30 you begin to lose as much as 3 to 5% per that's decade it. Yeah, a decade, that's it, sorry, yeah. Most men will lose about 30% of their muscle mass during their lifetime. Mm. And that's if you don't actively do something yeah. to obviously negate that. Sarcopenia? Sarcopenia, Sarcopenia. yeah. Um, so, yeah, sarcopenia can be uh, basically uh, reversed with resistance training. Um, that's where, um, what is it? That's where um, basically building muscle uh, can obviously be <laughs> beneficial because obviously as people age, if they're not doing anything to preserve the muscle mass, um, what happens is the they essentially just become a bit of a skeleton. Just a blob. Yeah, <laughs> a skeleton like with they, you, skin. You, you use or lose it, isn't that really? Uh, yeah. 
and obviously if you if you fall over and you don't have any like muscle mass to like absorb either absorb the force or help support you, help your you, weight as you fall and exactly help yourself get back up or catch yourself as you're falling yeah um then you're a bit fucked aren't you <laughs> which is why obviously you want to train for performance but also you want to train to essentially train, not die train, train for life yeah exactly like once I get past this whole, I want to train to like lift the heaviest weight that I can, which I don't think I will ever lose. Like, I don't think I will ever lose that. I, I've got a funny feeling that I'm going to be one of them 80-year-olds that shows up to like the British Championships weightlifting when I've got like five grandkids or whatever, and they're all kind of cringing at me because I'm because I'm like the granddad that goes and bloody. Split, 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 split kilo snatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> split slashes, split cleans. Now, I've, I've, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, split clean. Um, I've always said that it when uh, when I can't snatch, I've never snatched under a red plate in competition. And so if I ever get to the point where I can't snatch over red plates, I'll just like stop competing altogether. But obviously for now, it's let's fucking lift those weights, baby. <laughs> let's see how much uh, let's see how much we can do but once I think I, once I get past that point it, the focus will go from like performance to just general health and it'll drop from like maybe five six sessions a week to like two because obviously one and two and those will be two intense full body sessions basically to offset the uh, the effects of sarcopenia which is why um, the name escapes me. Two different types of uh, hypertrophy. What the fuck um, are they called? Myofibril and sarcoplasmic. That's it. So yeah, sarcoplasmic. Science. I think it was sarco something. Sarcopenia. <laughs> so obviously that's the um, that's a type of hypertrophy or hypertrophy, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Um, that builds muscle and so generally speaking that's stuff that's in the kind of higher rep ranges um, so if you're looking to offset any like muscle loss that you might have because remember it's better to train now it was always, the best time to plant a tree was 20 odd years ago the next best time is right now so just because you might be like 40 odd 50 odd even 60 odd doesn't mean that you can't do something that isn't going to make you feel better that makes sense. If I worded that right, I'm not sure. Anyway, go with it. Um, Is that you said it now? Yeah, exactly. Can't take it back. Unless. Um, <laughs> Just yeah. it later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, with, with that study, it would be quite interesting to see how they got to the conclusion that the people who lifted the heaviest weights were 13 times more likely to die. Because that's quite interesting, obviously, given that it's, what is the age range between, like, 50, 40, and 40 85. and 85? You say 85? Yeah. So that is kind of interesting. Like, obviously, if you're, if you're 80-odd years old and you're in the gym trying to back squat, like, fucking 250 when you've been <laughs> goblet squatting twice a week for excuse me, for 20-odd years, then probably... What's that? 
probably gonna <laughs> just, just reading stack it. More the research here says found researchers found that as a follow up after six and a half years, two hundred and forty seven men and seventy five women had died. And that, that just that just like happened to be the ones that were the the strongest. I'm not sure. I mean, then it says the results showed that those with the ability to lift weights at speed live longer. Yeah. So lifting fast and lifting weights equals. Uh, so they basically advised more power training. Interesting. Muscles get gradually weaker as people age, and it's a common contributor to death in people over forty. The average age of participants was at fifty-nine. So it's five percent were over eighty, and just over two-thirds were men. So there's quite a lot of people who are like kind of in that in that like if if the average age was like fifty nine, then that would and they were aged between like forty and eighty five. And the majority are they're over fifty, aren't they? Really? Yeah. Probably over sixty, really. The, ma- the, the vast that majority. That's interesting, that is very, very interesting. It says that we now show that power is strongly related to all cause mortality. Because, like, rather from a chair and old age kicking the ball, depends mm. more on muscle power than strength. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Um, and that's a pretty big study. How many participants did it say there was? 4,000. 4,000. Six, so that's, six and a half years. That's a, yeah, that's a big study, that, isn't it? It's a big, big study. Um, yeah, that's, that's very interesting. Um, lift weights, lift weights fast. <laughs> jump high, jump far, lift weights. Yeah. Get more powerful, get stronger, build more muscle, and you'll probably live longer. Like, obviously, that's all well and good. It coming from the strength training gym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of why we're here. Like, want to help you live longer and lift more weights into your eighties. Imagine being like eighty odd years old and being able to squat like fucking double your age. You know, we like want to squat. Want to like squat double, over double, double body weight? Yeah. <laughs> so imagine being able to squat two times your age. I think my dad's quite close to that. To be honest with you, I think he's on like one twenty, one twenty-five, something like that. Yeah. His last uh, his last test week, which is, which is pretty good, pretty good going <laughs> for an old timer. Who <laughs> was that part after? Think the other week he was like in his seventies or eighties. Oh yeah, did he deadlift like two two? Or am I thinking of someone else? Maybe the same one. Mm. Yeah, he was like, he was still squatting like over 200. Mm. Pulling like 250-ish. He's like 70 odd. I was like, <laughs> he's a freak. It's uh, it's very interesting, like some of the, like the, the results and like correlations of, <clears throat> of what we obviously advise people to do. And some of the, the myths that like people still have. Obviously, sort of staying on this topic, but kind of changing direction with it slightly. A bit of a crazy <laughs> change in direction, fucking quite a lot, to be honest with you. Because um, he's a 70 year old, yeah. He squatted 195, benched 137, deleted 235, he's 71. That's pretty good going. Then also, you can make the argument that he's had more time to train. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's. Uh, I would honestly say that it's probably one of the best things that you can get into when you're a bit younger is some kind of resistance training. And even if you're like on the the other side of like your thirties, 
like three, three to five, three, three to 5% a decade. So if you're going to live at least another, another three, uh, another three decades to another 30 years, it's potentially between like nine and 15% of your total muscle mass. If you've got bloody, if like 50% of you is muscle, and the other 50% is made up of like organs, fat, bones, all that kind of stuff, then, and that's at age 30. <clears throat> if you don't do anything to offset it, by the age of 60, then <laughs> those amounts are gonna be, obviously gonna be 35% muscle, a bloody, <laughs> the rest is gonna be fat bone, tissue so it makes sense to yeah get stronger joints get stronger muscles try and become more powerful and don't be a little bitch <laughs> I was going to say it's number five it's just it's gone it's just sort of like training for power mm. but I can't can't remember what it was so Training for power. I think that a lot of the time. That was it. I remember someone saying like, "What you think was like an apex sport as well." Mm. Like it helps out every other sport, doesn't it? Yeah, but nothing else helps weightlifting. Yeah, which I can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I was boxing and weightlifting, like I could throw a punch really hard, but trying to snatch, my shoulders would hurt. Obviously from fucking throwing punches same with, with rugby like you feel super strong on a Saturday super strong and powerful <clears throat> put in like decent hits and stuff like that and charge balls in and, and shit like that that's what she said um, but rugby wouldn't help weightlifting on a Monday <laughs> yeah, once when I, was, I was at UDA I thought good weightlifting play for fit play footy as well came back for like a match and my legs was like sore like yeah. in, in different places that I wasn't <laughs> used to like hamstrings it is, it is crazy isn't it like because the way I see like weightlifting is you can choose to take it and at the minute I'm taking it like pretty seriously I want to try and qualify for English championships once I get to that I want to try and qualify for British championships because and then from there like I'll be in the masters categories which the qualifying totals go right down which is fucking class. <laughs> um, and then the other way of looking at it is it being, like you say, like it's described as like an apex sport, like that helps everything else, which when you consider that it's it a power like sport. Outside the gym, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a power sport. Um, that correlating with lifting weights faster is generally what power is (laughs) being strong and being powerful Um, and so it could potentially help help you live live even longer if you learn to weight lift or even power lift like um, yeah it's a it's a pretty funny one that like just getting on getting back to the subject of power training um, power training I think is something that quite a lot of like gyms and 
coaches coaches misunderstand a little bit like they're just coming inside oh yeah <laughs> in the old unit just to change the topic when we had the shutter open a bird did actually fly and a little pigeon flew in and pooed on one of the fucking platforms that was a lot of fun yeah one of my gyms in Chatham there was like a, it was a race pigeon <laughs> and like three nights in a row I came in the gym and I was a nightmare to get out <laughs> it was like a big big year like probably like twice the height of this I was there like trying to try to go in the office and I'd be like I had to go like I had to get a broom out and try and like knock it around <laughs> and it just fly to the back and then fly back to the front again it's like proper having me off and it'd sit like <coughs> they had the big shutter open it'd sit on top of the shutter like, <laughs> yeah so I was there with two tennis balls just like launching them up yeah um, power training um, generally I think it gets it gets kind of lumped in with the get fucking sweaty type situation. Like interval card thing, innit? Mm, like do a load of box jumps. Like box jump is a good exercise. Doing a fuckload of them probably isn't really going to help that much, really. Like um, there's probably better ways of trying to get more powerful than doing a shed load of box jumps. Uh, I don't know if you'd agree with that. I mean, I seen a oh my god, mate! Like seen a fucking horrendous video <laughs> of uh, a gym who was testing like one rep max power cleans. Obviously, I don't want to like name the gym because be a bit of a shithead move. But call them out. It essentially, it essentially like is just a reverse curl. You know the type of thing that I mean, where like hyperextend, like deadlift reverse curl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks as if <laughs> they've just walked into the gym that day and said, okay, everyone, we've never done power cleans before, but we're going to see how much weight we can do yeah. rather than, obviously, leading up to that point and understanding the movement better and understanding what it, uh, what it can achieve and how it can help you. Um, so yeah, don't don't if you're a coach or a personal trainer, don't fucking do that. Like te- teach your client how to teach your client or members how to fucking do the movement properly rather than just going, "Oh yeah, we're going to test our one rep max power clean today." Just just for shits and giggles, like Obviously that study that we just talked about a power clean would probably be a good skill to to learn. But not everyone wants to dedicate the amount of time that it takes to uh, to get a little bit more proficient at a movement like a power clean. Um, and so there's other things that you can do which will generate power, like shit like a med ball slam would probably do just as good a job for those people who can't be asked or don't want to learn those movements, which is fair enough. Um, I wonder if you'd kind of agree with that. I agree. Like, I think that if if someone had the... Uh, I just saw a thing here saying, trained with speed and power doing baby box jumps. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the, that's the type of thing that I'm, that I'm talking about. Like, baby box jumps. Like, what's the fucking point of that? Yeah. Just try and not ruin the microphone. Oh. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, yeah. Like, I'd be pretty confident 
and I'd probably say that you would probably be the same. And I know that Coach Mark, who solely coaches weightlifting, if you got someone who could be asked, or even like a group of 10 people that could be asked to learn the proper movement of a power clean, I'd probably say that I could teach it to anyone within about an hour. Like some of the fundamentals of this is what you do, <laughs> this is how you perform it, let's fucking go. Yep. And it's not set up like a deadlift, pull as hard as you can and hope that you're going to get under it. <laughs> the old hitch and catch. Yeah, yeah, like you fucking launch your hips as far forward as you can and yes. catch the bar with a fucking hyperextended spine because that's going to serve you real well in the long run, isn't it? The um, deadlifter. <laughs> yeah. Deadlifter <laughs> smash kill. Yeah. <laughs> Got to applaud the effort, though. Um, I mean, you see all that in CrossFitters, don't you? Like, they're, like if they've done CrossFit and they get tall weightlifting, they'll set up for a clean team with deadlift. Mm, so they get that, like, terrible habits. Like, terrible, terrible habits. And you don't, you can kind of understand why to, obviously, the starting position of where the barbell is, i.e. on the floor, <laughs> they're both the same. Like... The bar starts on the floor. Yeah, with one, really, like not got much idea of it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with one, it ends up getting to your hips, and with the other, it finishes when the bar's across your shoulders, and you've stood it up. Now, the differences between a deadlift and a clean: a deadlift slows down, or it should do anyway, it slows down as it's about to reach its fucking final destination. Whereas, like a clean or a power clean, generally will speed up because it's got to move faster. Like, yeah. that's the whole point of it. Like, you can't. And the setup for the two are completely fucking different. Yeah, like, I don't know how we got onto that topic, but yeah, that really fucks me off that yeah. when, I, when I see that. <laughs> like, actually, I've actually seen coaches saying um, that you set up for a clean like you'd set up for a deadlift. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. Yeah, like neutral spine. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you just explain that one to me, please? Which that, generally speaking, is a is an all right protocol to have. Like neutral spine, obviously. I suppose, but. (laughs) (laughs) But like, define it. You know what I mean? Like, define it. Like, what what is like one supposed to look like, and. What does one have that the other doesn't? Like, the two completely different movements. So stop coaching them like they're, they're fucking same because mm. they're not. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone's Instagram story the other week, like trying to help someone, like they're trying to work on their extension in the, in the clean. And it was it was awful. They basically get into the like starting a high thigh, almost like squatting down. Yeah. And like standing tall and like <laughs> just like humping the bar forward. I was like, that's not. That's not. And he's then back on going, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Like, more hips. I'm like, can't you see she's just squatting down? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. That's what winds me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, does, it does fuck me off. Like, an Instagram account that's worth following for you is a, a guy, I don't know what his name is, but the account's called Screaming Jerk. 
fucking outstanding. I think it's like a Scream, Scottish guy, yeah. screaming jerk, yeah. And he tends to rip quite a lot of the the people that, that we've spoken about in the past. I think the uh, the person that you've done one of your weightlifting qualifications with, uh, he, he had a, a rip on this morning, which was kind of funny, but and also quite true, because... Um, Let's have a look. I agree with everything that he says. You might want to make sure that's muted. <laughs> but it's also like... Um, <clears throat> like what, what's saying? Like Diane Fu, she's always like ripping into people's techniques. Who's that? She's some like CrossFit coach who's... She's like, oh, she posts people like... Ripping up, like breaking down people's techniques and saying how bad they are. But I'm like, what's her name? Diane Fu. Fu. Diane Wu. Oh, uh, well, no, it's Coach, it's Coach like Wu. It's not Coach Wu. Something it's, like it's, that. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 like that, but it's someone else. And she started right. Okay, is it good or is it terrible? I'd say it's like terrible. Ter- right. Okay. Because there is there is one that's terrible. That's the same one. With um, she says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that is that the uh, hands on bar feet feet under bar woman? I can't remember. No, is <laughs> that for ages? It's like yeah, your your hands have to go on the bar. <laughs> is this this guy? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's well worth a follow for you. And he's a bit like he's a bit like me and you, where he like openly admits that he's not very good at weightlifting, but he likes it and will will rinse people as well. <laughs> Screaming jerk! Screaming jerk! What a fucking insta name as well! Outstanding! I like it. <laughs> Strap that his tongue if You can't get the bar fully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This one. Oh, Steffi Cohen, boyfriend applications. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, give, give him a follow. He's he, he's well, well worth a follow. Well worth a follow. Um, yeah. Coaching Olympic lifts, coaching power lifts. Like, there's a reason why. There's a reason why, like, um, the two separate sports. Yeah, there is some crossover in the when you weightlift, when you're Olympic weightlift. Oh, fucking, ugh, I'm not going with this. When you're Olympic weightlift, you do <laughs> you squat, and yeah, squatting squats. is part of powerlifting. Obviously, it's like one third of that sport. Um, but also, there are. Like you don't in weightlifting, you don't squat to get the biggest squat. You squat to make you stronger, to clean and jerk and snatch. Um, so it's well worth remembering those and treating things that are different differently. Like probably an example of a deadlift and a clean would be. Uh, What's a good example of that? Something like a bench press and a bench press fucking different exercises. 
Alright, sorry about that. James just fucking knocked the microphone. Fuck's sake, James. We've got a pretty unreliable connection and we're also quite poor, so. (laughs) Yeah, um, what are you talking about? You're saying bench press and dumbbell bench press. Alright, yeah, like the, the movements for the two, although they're similar, they're different. Like, <laughs> obviously, notwithstanding the with two completely different fucking um, pieces of equipment. Yeah, because like I can't dumbbell bench press out there. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, That'd be hard. <laughs> exa- exactly. So it's like, why would you? Um, why would you teach? Why would you try and teach uh, a clean with the? With the stance of a deadlift, ah, it just fucking winds me up. To be honest with you, it just really fucking irritates me. Um, but that's my that's my uh, fucking problem. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've kind of fucking lost my train of thought completely. I don't know if you can tell. Um, Talking about deadlifts, cleans. I'm not the same. Deadlifts, cleans, not the same. Bench and uh, bench. If you wanna, if you wanna learn to to clean, it's probably gonna be worthwhile trying to find a, uh, I don't know, maybe like a weightlifting coach. <laughs> At our gym here, we've actually got three of them. So if you're one of those who you've you're interested in learning snatching and cleaning and jerking, along with ev- all the other shit that comes along with it, it might be worthwhile getting in touch with us. Or if you just wanna get stronger. Well, yeah, obviously there's that as well. Um, because we also have three powerlifting coaches. So, yeah, that'll be worthwhile as well. Fair bit of powerlifting experience, uh, fair bit of weightlifting experience. Coaching wise, probably got about maybe a combined bloody, oh, maybe like 30, 35 years experience across all of us which is pretty decent um like if you wanted to learn to drive some crossfit experience as well oh yeah there's that but we just kind of (laughs) fucking ignore that (laughs) because we don't want to lose all our gains like Odin will start barking at you (laughs) Odin want to do some crossfit no I think that's a firm no um yeah if you wanted to learn to play golf, right, and you wanted some lessons from someone, I'm not gonna go to like a baseball coach to learn how to swing. Exactly. Like, you probably <laughs> yeah. Or like a tennis coach. <laughs> You're probably gonna go. Although, right? So, the backhand of uh, or a what is it? Forehand. Forehand of uh, a tennis stroke. You could probably make an argument. It's a similar movement to. A golf swing? About a baseball swing, but it's... Mm. But it's still a different thing. But and that's the same, the same point that I'm trying to make for deadlifts and cleans. Isn't baseball more like backhand as well, though? Cause like Base, baseball's probably a better argument than a tennis stroke. Because baseball, you're probably in like a similar like side-on... Yeah. Stance as you would be for um, a golf swing, 
Yeah, so it's probably, yeah, you'd probably make that a better argument. Because baseball still goes back there, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like that rotation and swing through. And they start from there, whereas like a golfer starts from here, comes back and the, yeah, the swing back to through, the and then it ends up in the trees or in the water. Never goes where you want it to. Um, so yeah, it, it, it kind of makes sense to, uh, to seek out people who can actually help you with the, the stuff that you want. Um, because otherwise, you're probably just going to end up getting frustrated, getting injured, uh, not enjoying what you're doing, which obviously no one wants to come to the gym and not have some level of enjoyment with what they're doing. Um, which actually reminds me of uh, a story that I heard on a podcast the other day about, uh, have you heard of Kevin Durant? Basketball player, yes. Um, like one of the, he's like one of the best modern day players. This guy was like something like six foot ten when he was fifteen. <laughs> he was fifteen, but he was only about I think I think the guy said he was like one hundred and eighty five pounds. So eighty kilos, which for someone that tall, bear in mind I'm about ninety kilos and I'm like five foot eight. <laughs> So he's like over, he's like over a foot taller than me, and weighs the same. So that just should sort of give you some kind of context. And the guy that was on this podcast was saying, um, he obviously he was really good at basketball. He played it all his life uh, up until that point. He was like fifteen, sixteen, but he was like a rake. He was built like a rake. So because of the size of him, this goes back to like the enjoyment thing. <clears throat> because of the size of him, this coach had said, the best thing for you to do right now is to get into the gym and concentrate on getting stronger. Concentrate on building a little bit of muscle just twice a week, twice a week, an intense hour. So as they're going through their first session, about 20 minutes in, Kevin Durant's like a fucking bag of shit on the floor. He's like completely done. Like this guy's tried to break him. He's like seeing this kid's like, Thinks he's the big I am of basketball. Let's see what I can do to him. All that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and he says to him, did you enjoy that? And Kevin Durant goes, no. But I'll see you again in a day or two because I know that this is what I need to do to get to the NBA. Which, for all, that, for all we might say, yeah, you have to have some level of enjoyment. Sometimes you might need to sacrifice that enjoyment to get the thing that you need. And it might not to be like... It might not to be to compete in the NBA because none of us is it that big here. I don't know. I don't really follow it to be honest with you. It might not be to play in a professional sports league. It might just be to make sure that when you fall over, when you're sixty odd years old, you can get yourself back up again. And you might not enjoy it in the moment, but it's going to serve you well at some point. Like <laughs> carrying the shopping in, in one trip instead of two. Like, <laughs> there's a name for it, isn't there? Like, doing something you like don't quite enjoy now for the rewards at the end. Mm. There's a there's a term, isn't there? What's it called? I'd have written down somewhere, but I've just yeah, I might just gone blank. Having like, it's it's persistence mm. and. Knowing what you want, 
overall versus what you want in the moment. So a, a good example of this would probably be like yesterday, met up with a friend, with one of my best friends uh, who moved over to New Zealand a couple of years ago. Um, we could have quite easily got on the beers uh, and and got absolutely fucking slaughtered, even though we'd done that a couple of weeks ago <laughs> when he first came over. We could have quite easily done that again, and then that would have eaten into today. Uh, I probably would have felt shit, probably wouldn't have trained yesterday, um, and it wouldn't have served me well at all. But in like the long run, instead, we went for a coffee, went on a bloody boat trip, which is cool, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then went for some food, and, and, and that was it. So instead of getting slaughtered and probably giving in to like what we'd want right now, which we'd already done a few weeks ago, it served us both well, because today I'm fresh, he's fresh, we've gone on like some farm trip or something like that, I'm here instead of in bed feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's figuring out what you want right now in the moment versus what you want overall and that's an important skill to keep in mind because if you say that let's take wanting to lose body fat being like five stone overweight for example carrying five stone of excess body fat and wanting to lose it it's all well and good cutting your calories within an inch of the life monday to thursday but then when friday comes because you've restricted yourself that much, you're going to drive yourself to the loony bin and fucking binge eat everything in sight. And so it's figuring out, like, okay, right now, <laughs> right now I want a pizza. Right now I want, like, a milkshake. Right now I want, like, a, a whole bag of Krispy Kreme donuts. But overall, I want to lose weight and be healthier. Like, figuring those things out, what, like what Kevin Durant did a slightly different situation will serve literally everyone really well. Have you found your the, the thing that you couldn't think of there? Nope. No. I'm still trying to think. <laughs> Basically like what you just said. Like. But in uh, a nice little sound bite. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. So the end of the world. Yeah. I think that that's about it for this episode unless you've got anything you want to add. Um, nope. Sound? Well, I had to another podcast yesterday. It's about the Hunger Games. Do you think you should, you think you should survive in the Hunger Games? I've only actually seen one of them, so I don't really have that much context to it. You can watch it this weekend and then come back to me. <laughs> Get back to you next week. Well, yeah. Whatever the question is, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking piss it. Of course it would. It's like it's like the thing of uh, all these people who are hoarding stuff now, thinking that the zombie apocalypse is coming. It's like you're just hoarding shit for me. <laughs> you're just hoarding stuff for me. Nice one. Because I'm gonna come and take it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd win the Hunger Games. Fair Easy. <laughs> I think that's as good a place as any to uh, to finish this episode. So uh, yeah, thanks for watching slash listening. See you next week. Bye.